Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Good evening, good evening, good evening. I want to welcome each of you to E3 Ministries Real Talk, where we come together every Sunday evening at 6.30 p.m. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Well, I'm thank- my name is Reverend Tamika Brown, and I'm glad to be back with you another Sunday evening. And I thank you for joining us as we continue our discussion Session on the spiritual disciplines of a Christian life, and we have been talking about fasting, fasting. Well, before we begin, we're going to begin with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you for this time. We thank you for another opportunity to come into your presence and lift up the name of Jesus. Now, God, we ask you to be in the midst, God, that your spirit would fill this line, that will fill the hearts and the minds of your people, Lord God. Open our eyes and open our ears to receive the word that you desire to speak to each one of us, individually and collectively, that we won't keep it to ourselves, God, but we'll take it with us and share it with somebody else, Heavenly Father. We ask that you would just have your way on this line and that you would be glorified. We bless your name in advance. We say, have your way, Holy Spirit. It's all about you. It's about you getting the glory, the honor, and all of the praise. In the blessed name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, our scriptures for this series, the first one comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 26 and 27. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 26 and 27. Therefore, I run in such a way as not without aim. I box in such a way as not beating the air. But I discipline my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified. In the second scripture is 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. But have nothing to do with worldly fables fit only for old women. On the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. For bodily discipline is 
is of only of little profit. But godliness is profitable for all things, since it holds promises for the present life and also for the life to come. Hallelujah. Those are our scriptures for this series. First Timothy chapter four, verses seven and eight, and first Corinthians chapter nine, verses twenty-six and twenty-seven. We've been talking about fasting and we mentioned that fasting is one of those disciplines that is misunderstood. So a lot of people avoid fasting, but as we've talked about We've learned that fasting has many benefits. Last week, the week before, I'm sorry, the week before, we started, we talked about the many medical benefits of fasting. I'm not going to go back over those. I'll encourage you to listen to the week before teaching where we talked about the medical benefits of fasting. And so tonight we're going to talk some more about fasting because this is an important subject and it's important that we eat fast. Because God requires us to fast. And we know that Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights. So we know that he, he tells, he shows the importance of fasting. Not by only by telling us, he shows us in his word the importance of fasting. Hallelujah. So tonight I want to talk some more about, I'm going to be referencing the book by Jez. Gentazine Franklin. Gentazine Franklin fasting opening the door to a deeper, more intimate, more powerful relationship with God. And we're going to talking about every assignment has a birthplace. Every assignment has a birthplace. All right. So the author talks about He's been talking, as we've rushed, talked about, he's done many types of fasts as well. And he tells, he's, he tells us and he can testify the, the, of the benefits and how he has seen God move through his fasting period. But we're going to be talking about every assignment has a birthplace. And so the author says, I love the statement Jesus made in John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice. That is how he created us. He speaks to us, and we are able to hear him speaking. Do you want to hear the voice of the creator? Do you want to know Jesus more deeply? Think about that. Do you want to hear the voice of the creator? Do you want to know Jesus more deeply? Do you want to know the direction he desires you to take in life? I do. And now. So I pray that's your prayer as well, that you desire to hear Jesus more deeply. Do you desire to hear him at a higher and a deeper level? That should be our desire. As we grow and we become more and more like Christ, our desire is to hear Christ at a higher and a deeper level and to know his direction and know his will for our lives. So he says, I have completed this book. I was beginning my seventh full 21-day fast since entering the ministry. I began my first one when I was just 17 years old. My parents were always godly examples when I was growing up. So even at the young age, I was becoming aware that fasting was a part of being a true follower of Christ. So that's, he was telling us that he's 
done many types of fasts, and he was telling us that even a young age he was doing fast. And so we can see that it's important. It's a part of being a true follower of Christ. Hallelujah. So it says, every assignment, every call of God, every direction from him starts somewhere. God has specific assignments for your life. God has a specific assignment for each one of our lives. But how do you discover them? How do you discover them? How will you hear his voice? How will you know his will for your life, his plan for you? Whom should should you marry? Where should you live? What job should you take? What mission field is calling your name? The answer can be a be an appeal Paul made to the Romans. Present your body a living sacrifice, holy acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Remember the three Christian duties I covered in the first chapter, giving, praying, and fasting. Giving, praying, and fasting. And we talked about praying and fasting, that when you put those together, how God moves and how it moves in a powerful way. I mean, praying and fasting is so important. Amen. So we have to, in order for us to know the assignment and call that God has on our life and what God has for us to do, it requires us seeking God and asking him, asking him, what is his plan? What is, who should we marry? What job should we take? Where are you calling us to? We got to know his voice so we can recognize it when he tells us and reveals it to us. We have to be able to know what his voice and recognize it. Hallelujah. And so the author said the three, this Christian duty is being mentioned are giving, praying, and fasting. And we're talking about fasting. This, that is how you present your body to God as a living sacrifice. Fasting keeps you sensitive to his spirit. Fasting keeps you sensitive to his spirit, enabling you to live holy. Paul went on to say, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hallelujah. So when fasting is a way, it keeps you sensitive to his spirit. Hallelujah. Enabling you to live holy. It says, I am convinced that you will never walk in the perfect will of God until we seek him through fasting. When you present your body in this manner, you open yourself up to hear from God. You will prove or discover his good and perfect will for your life. So when we fast, we are saying, here I am, Lord. I'm, I'm open. I'm, I'm putting everything aside. I'm sacrificing this, I'm putting aside this food, I'm putting aside my desire, I'm asking you to speak, Lord, I'm asking you to open my eyes, I'm asking you to open my ears, I need to hear from you, Heavenly Father, I'm asking you to make me sensitive to your spirit, and we're saying, Lord, I'm I'm fasting, I'm taking this time so I can hear from you, Lord God, have a deeper relationship to go closer to you, God. I need to hear you so I can know the assignment and the task that you have called 
me to do. That's what we're doing when we're fasting. Hallelujah. So you open yourself up to hear from God and you approve or discover his good will and perfect will for your life. Because as we fast, as we talked about, we are putting aside the things of the world where able to hear God even higher and deeper because we're focused on the Lord and not on the things of the world. Hallelujah. And it says, Peter was fasting on the rooftop when God gave him a new revelation and called him to take the gospel to the Gentiles. Fasting prepares the way for God to give you fresh revolution. I'm sorry, fresh revelation. Forget fresh vision and clear purpose. So fasting prepares the way for God to give you fresh revelation, fresh vision, and clear purpose. And I like that word fresh because it's fresh. It's something that we need. It's new. It's refreshing. It's it's refreshing for our spirits for the time that we need, for the season that we're in. It's for that fresh word, that fresh revelation, that fresh vision, that clear purpose to be able to hear him. The fasting, allows, it clears out all the other noise. It clears out all the distractions. It clears out all the, the, all the old stuff so that we may hear the Lord and hear him at a higher and deeper level and be able to receive the fresh revelation, the fresh vision, and be able to get clear direction and clear um, clear revelation of what he would have us to do and what he's calling us to do. We need that, and fasting allows us to do that, allows us to take that time where we can just get before Father God and allow him just to refresh us and open our ears and open our eyes to hear him at a higher and a deeper level. Hallelujah. And I pray that's your prayer. You want fresh revelation, fresh vision, and clear purpose of what God would have for you. In the book of Joel, the Lord said, and it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Joel 2.28, God was going to pour out revival afterward. He was revealing his will for his people afterward. After what? After a fast, Israel was in sin, and God was calling his people to fast and repentance as a people. Hallelujah. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Consecrate a fast. Call a sacred assembly. His promise to them was to pour out revival and blessing on the land. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for those afterwards seasons when God pours out revival for those revival when our sons and daughters prophesy. What are you waiting for when we when we read scripture like Second Chronicles seven fourteen? Can you imagine if believers in America really took hold of this and they humbled themselves? Fasted and prayed, God would heal our nation and send revival. Hallelujah. So we see with afterwards, as the scripture said in Joel, that afterward he revealed will for will for his people. So they had to 
they after they fast, after they spend that time, God would reveal his will. He would show them things. He would reveal things to them. That's what we want. And fasting, that's what God does. He reveals new things. He shows us things, opens our eyes. He He removes all the the stuff that was there before, and he, he helps us to see things differently and clearer at a new perspective. That's what fasting does. We are focused on God and we're able to hear him. And he cleanses us. He cleanses us, us of the old stuff and that stuff that caused us not to see clearly or caused to hinder us. He helps us to focus on him, and he cleanses and refreshes me fills us up with new revelation, new clarity, newness. That's what we want. Halloween shows us things like we've never seen it before. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God, that God's going to move mightily when we fast and do it God's way and do it the way he tells us to do it. Hallelujah. And says, but if he is going to pour out new wine, our wine skins will have to change. Jesus said no one puts new wine into old wine skins, or else the new wine bursts the wine skins. The wine is spilled and the wine skins are ruined. But new wine must be put into new wine skins, and that's Mark two twenty two. I have never seen the connection between fasting and a new wine before, but if you look at this passage, Jesus was just finished telling the Pharisees that his disciples would fast once he was gone. Fasting is what prepares you for a new anointing. <laughs> God can't put that kind of wine in old skin. If you want new wine, new miracles, new closeness, new intimacy with him, then it is time to call a fast and shed that old wine for the new. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his name. So fasting prepares us for new anointing, new closeness, new new marriage. We want to see miracles. We want a closer relationship with God and more intimacy with him. Then it's time to call us fast and shed that old skin for the new. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. That should be our desire. Hallelujah. To see God move and do things in new ways in our lives, in our communities, in our churches. We call us fast and that we pray that God would move in a mighty way to take off the old skin, to take off the old tradition, take off the old stuff so the new stuff can come forth so God can show us and reveal new things to us and new closeness to see miracles, to see them this new things happening in the lives of our fan members and our loved ones, new closeness with God like never before. That's what fasting will do for us. We just go closer and closer to him. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Fasting is a tremendous weapon and a source of power in the life of a believer. The blessing in my life are directly attributed to the fasting in my life. I am not the greatest preacher. I don't have the brilliant mind that some have, but God said he is no respecter of person. When you honor and worship God by presenting your body as a living sacrifice through fasting, you too will know his assignment for your life. Hallelujah. You too will know his assignment for your life. 
I'm going to read this last part and we will finish up for tonight. Perhaps you are at a place of such desperation that you just cannot afford to miss God's will for your life. I have known people who who were literally facing life or death situations. They were trapped. They were under pressure by circumstances, and they were under attack by the enemy. The only possible way to survive was to draw near to God, from whose hand no one can snatch you to hear his voice and to follow his plan. Hallelujah. So I would encourage you to fast, to the importance of fasting, to know the assignment and to draw closer to God is so important for us to fast. And as the author said, perhaps you are a place or such desperation that you just cannot afford to miss God's will for your life. I want to encourage you to seek the Lord and ask him to show you that path and seek him for that purpose. Seek him for the assignment that he has for you. Tell him, I need you, Lord. I've got to know. I want to know. And do what God shows you. And God is going to show you the assignment he has. God's going to show you what he's calling you to do. And do the fast and listen and watch God just open your ears and show you things like never before. Be, stay the course of the fast. It's so important that you stay the course of the fast and do it as long as God tells you. Do it the way God tells you to do it, however he tells you to do it. And follow, be obedient to what God is leading you to do in your fasting. And know that you're going to, God's going to reveal and show mighty things to you. Hallelujah. If you need a break, if you need need God to move in a mighty way in the situation, ask God to show you the fast you would have for you and go and do it as God reveals it and shows it to you. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We just bless his name. And we praise him as he has shown us and revealed to us through this teaching and through these through these readings that fasting what fast can do. It's such a tremendous weapon. It's so powerful and God requires that each of us as Christians, as his children, fast. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you and we praise you, Lord God, just for the honor and the privilege to be called your children and to be able to, Lord, draw closer and closer to you, Lord God, and you desire to draw closer and closer to us. Now, God, we ask you, Heavenly Father, that that we would do as you lead and guide us, Heavenly Father. You would show us, Lord, and reveal to us the type of fast that you would have us to do, God. God, you know the things we desire. You know our heart's desires. God, you know the breakthroughs that we are looking for in our lives. God, you know the places where there might be desperation. You know God, that we're seeking you and asking you for clarity and direction and things in our lives, God. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, through fasting, Lord God, that you're going to reveal and show things to us, Lord God. And we bless your name, Heavenly Father, and we honor you, Heavenly Father, that as you show us the fast and we go forth in it, God, that you're going to open our eyes and open our ears to things that we've never seen before. We bless you and we praise you, Heavenly Father for what you are about to do and what you're going to do, Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, as we apply the discipline of fasting to our lives. In the blessed name of Jesus, we pray.
Amen and amen. Yeah, I thank God for each one of you. I thank you for joining E3 Ministries for Real Talk, where we come together every Sunday evening at 6.30 p.m. Please join us back next Sunday. At the same time, we'll come together and finish and keep talking and continue our discussion on fasting. I pray that each of you have a blessed week, and may God continue to bless you and keep each one of you. Until next week, God bless you, and amen. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.